With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Paz, I am radio. With your co-hosts, Robert Brining and Aaron Laxton. We go around the world and across the United States. Join in the conversation by calling in to 929-477-3572. That's 929-477-3572. This week, we have your HIV scoop with Josh Robbins and your positive message from Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. Your weekly dose of hope. Pause IM Radio. I hope you're ready for season two because it starts now. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Pause I Am Radio. I'm your host, Robert Brining, coming to you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love. We have a great show lined up for you today. Uh, my friend Butch McKay and Kathy Robinson Pickett will be here joining us to talk about the amazing conference that happens every year. It's been happening for 20 years. Uh, Positive Living uh, celebrates its 20th anniversary this year. I'm excited to be going uh, to attend the conference as an attendee and to experience what 20 years of awesomeness is going to feel like. I'm so excited for this conference. Um, as you all know, Butch has been on the show before. Kathy has been on, and we, they shared their stories and spoke about, you know, how uh, the conference has started. So we're going to talk a little bit about that with Butch and how it became this amazing thing. I mean, I remember going to it for the first time and thinking I wasn't didn't know anybody. It was when Pazan Radio first started, and I had the website along with it, the social network, and we went there, and, and I believe it was Jeremy and I, and we and we spoke on social media and, and using it to find support. And God, that was so many moons ago. It feels like it's been at least ten years. I swear. Um, but uh, it was amazing. I, I met so many people. There was like close to I want to say four or five hundred people that go to this conference, and it's right in Fort Walton Beach, right on on the beach. It's a beautiful location. But the people that you meet, the connections that you that you make with them, the um, the workshops that are there, uh, the speakers, the, what you leave with is so much more valuable and so much more beautiful than the scenery that you see there on the beach. It, it's incredible. So I'm excited to have them on. I, I do want to play a, a positive message from um, uh, Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. Um, but before I do that, I do want to apologize. Last week we were going to have a show. I was going to do a recap on the Pause Brotherhood retreat that I uh, attended a few weeks ago, but I came down with strep throat, so I wasn't really feeling that well, and um, that'll be pushed back uh, probably to later in August, um, and and we'll do that recap then. Um, next week, I'm going to have Juan, who is one of the facilitators, God, I can't even speak this morning, uh, one of the facilitators at the retreat. Uh, he's going to be coming on on the 20th, and he's going to share his um, his story um, and how he got involved in it. And, uh, he ran one of the breathwork sessions there, which was pretty incredible. And, 
he's a great guy. I definitely made a good connection with this man, so I'm excited to have uh, Juan come on. Um, I don't want to mispronounce his last name, so I'll wait for that. Uh, for him to come on next week. So here's uh, this week's, uh, one of this week's uh, positive messages, and we're going to play, today we'll play from uh, Alicia. Hello, everyone. My name is Alicia. Some call me Lovely or Healed Lee. In 2001, I was diagnosed HIV positive. And you know, I had an option. Allow that diagnosis to overtake my life, or I overtake HIV. And that is exactly what I did. I took a stand. I took a stand to know that I am healed, that I am prosperous, that I am a beautiful and loving person, and I deserve to be loved. HIV does not define me. I define HIV. I'm happy, I'm inspirational, and I am vibrant. I love myself. And I encourage you that If you received any diagnosis, if you received any terrible news, take a stand, know who you are, and continue on your path to greatness. I encourage you to stay happy. And there you go. That's Alicia's uh, positive message from Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. Uh, We'll play another message later on in the the broadcast, uh, along with this week's HIV scoop from uh, Josh Robbins and I'm Still Josh. So, like I said, uh, today we're going to be speaking uh, with my friend Butch McKay. Um, He is the founder of the Positive Living Conferences that take place each year in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. This September 15th to the 17th, Butch and the Oasis family will be celebrating its 20th anniversary. Um, and I am excited to have him come on and, and talk about it. So, Butch, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm actually down in so, uh, Orlando at Disney World. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous. That's what Kathy was uh, was telling me, that you guys are in Disney together. So it kind of worked out good that you guys are, you know, in the same spot for, for today's show. So what are you doing in Disney? Well, don't worry about it. It's raining, so you're not missing a whole lot. Oh, uh, you brought the rain. <laughs> so what are you guys doing there? Uh, we have a friend, you know, Kathy takes a group to Tanzania, Africa every couple of years. And one of mm-hmm. our guides when we're over there is Bernardo Moose. He's from Uganda. And for years he's been trying to come to the country but has not been successful in getting a visa. His brother came one year, who was a priest, and came to Positive Living. Uh, I think I remember that. Bernard, yeah. Well, Bernard has been trying to get here for years, and so this year he was approved a visa, and he was at a peace camp in, uh, for children in Seattle for the last three weeks, and then he flew in this morning into uh, Orlando, and we met him at the airport at 5-something this morning. And uh, so we have a whole week of stuff planned for him to do here in Florida. That's awesome. So he'll be at the conference, I assume? No, he's got to go back uh, next weekend, actually. So he he's planning maybe next year to be able to – he's got a three-year visa, so he's going to try and come next year. Well, that's awesome. That's cool. I'm glad that you got you were able to make some time to go out there and, I guess, show him around a bit, huh? Right. <laughs> Well, at least you took him to Disney. That's the, you know, that's the, the main attraction down there, right? <laughs> that's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Yeah, it's always, you know, it's always a fun place. So, so how excited are you for 20 years? I mean, I what mean, does that I, feel it's like? That? Surreal. It's like surreal. I can't believe it's been 20 years. It seems like it was just started a couple of years ago to me. <laughs> so, so for people who don't know, how did it actually start, the conference itself? Okay. Uh, when I moved to Florida back in 1992, there was a conference that had been going on for several years in South Florida called AIDS Minnesota, started by a man named Peter Utenbosch. And uh, I had never been to a conference like that. It was a conference for people mainly living with HIV and AIDS or working in the field. And to hear all the personal stories and to meet just some incredible people and gain so much information because at the time in North Florida, we didn't have any information. I mean, we didn't even know there was treatment options. We thought the only thing out there was AZT and, mm. you know, and just accepted that. There was no education in the panhandle. So originally, Positive Living started to bring education to a part of the state that had been overlooked. And... What I love about it is that you, like you said, it's a it's a conference for those living with HIV. When you know, a lot of these other conferences are for, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, at least ninety five percent of the people that attend are people living with HIV. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other five percent are people that are partners, uh, you know, or people that work in the field closely with the HIV community. So it's really a safe environment where people feel like they can really open up and talk and they don't have to hide their status or be afraid of what they're saying. They can really just be themselves and be with people like themselves. And so the networking is incredible and they make lifetime friendships. I mean, they become a support group for each other year round. Yeah, you know, I remember going the first year and not knowing what to expect. And, I, you know, I guess I assumed that it would be like every other conference where it's filled with, filled with uh, you know, pharmaceutical reps and people, you know, not actual individuals living with HIV. And when I went there and I realized, like you said, I'm sorry, I don't remember the percentage you said, but like 80% of the people there are, are positive. Was it close to well, that percentage? About 95% are. About 95. Okay, so, so 90%. So that was the first time in my life that I was ever surrounded by that many other people that were like me. So it took like a, like you said, that big burden of shame and everything right off of you. Because when you go to other conferences, there are, like you said, reps that are there that represent companies and they're not necessarily, you know, HIV positive. So you don't have that, I guess, that connection or feeling comfortable. And I know when I went for the first year, I just felt comfortable immediately. You know, and the other thing we're really proud of is we sort of serve as a institute where we train speakers, people that's never given a testimony or never uh, spoke publicly before. They sort of gain their voice at Positive Living and their courage. And and now usually about 75% of our faculty are people living with HIV or NAIDS. That's it's awesome. That's so awesome to hear. Yeah. Because it's hard. You know, I've been somebody like myself, I've been looking for, you know, positions in in sort of uh, ASOs and things like that. And a lot of times they want that degree 
over maybe that life experience, which is sometimes more valuable. So, you know, I can appreciate that you say that, you know, that most of your staff is positive and you're, and you're, you're keeping them, you know, letting them have a seat at the table and be involved. It's a big thing. Right. You know, we're, we're very um, clear with people when they come. Once you attend, we make you what we call an ambassador. And as mm-hmm. an ambassador for the conference, <clears throat> it's your job to invite three to five people the next year like yourself. Because we have never spent a dime in advertising. This conference is by word of mouth. People that have attended invite their friends. And because of that, we tend to invite people most like ourselves. And so mm-hmm. our diversity is unreal. No other conference that I've ever been to quite has the diversity that we have. I mean, it's like 50% black, 50% white, 50% gay, 50% white. I mean, you know, it's just a really good number representation of everybody. So it's, yeah. uh, we call it a family, we call it a family event. And, that, and if you've been before, it's a family reunion. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like, you know, and I feel like I haven't been to the family reunion in a few years, so I'm really excited that this year I'm going to, you know, come down and, and be with everyone because it's been forever. I feel like I need to be recharged, and I know that the Positive Living Conference is something that, you know, gives you that energy and recharges your, your activism, you know, especially with your Activate, the Activate You that you guys do. I believe that's the first day, isn't it? Uh, well, now we sort of make, throughout the conference, we don't do a full day of advocacy training anymore. We do okay. um, sessions throughout, and we indicate in the program which one is, you know, centered around advocacy. Now, this year, the Ciro Project will be doing a pre-conference on that Friday all day on HIV criminalization. Oh, nice. Yeah, I remember when Robert came there the first time, him and I think Monique then spoke about that a few years ago. That was one of the years that I was there. I remember when they came in, they spoke in that little uh, restaurant area about it with uh, Sean Strube, I think. Yeah, right. Well, no, that's awesome that they're going to be doing that. They've been partners with us, and uh, so it's been uh, really good for them and us. It brings together a lot of people that normally wouldn't be uh, at the same event. So, so let me ask you this. I plan on flying in on Thursday. You said that's happening all day Friday. So is that something that you have to uh, sign up for or something that I can, you know, do when I'm there? Yeah. Or how does, do you know uh, how that works? Yeah, you need to let them know. You register for the, as far as the hotel and everything, you just do your registration for positive living for the three days. Right. But they do okay. have a form that you have to complete. Uh, if you go to the Serial Project website, I'm sure it's on there. But if not, I can get you up with Tammy Hall, and she has that information. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, I'm going to be there. I mean, what's going on Friday for Positive Living? Is there anything for that, like just registration in well, the evening? The conference itself, yeah, the conference itself doesn't start till, uh 6.30 with the uh, banquet that night. Okay. And, cool. You know, okay, yeah, I would definitely, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. You know, over the 20-year history, we've had lots of, you know, exciting uh, speakers and events and things that centered around 
people living with HIV and AIDS. Uh, our keynote speaker Friday night is returning for the first time since the very first conference in 1997, Dr. Michael Sachs wow. from the University of Alabama, Birmingham, one of the leading AIDS researchers in the world, will be there as our keynote wow. speaker on on Friday night. Uh, we'll also have the state AIDS director there on Friday night. And uh, then on Saturday night, we have uh, Ron White's mother, Jean, will be speaking. Oh, wow. I never met her. I would love to. That's awesome. Yeah. And for the first time in probably 12 or 13 years, I guess, I'm actually going to speak on Saturday night. That's always incredible. That's good. And we'll also be going out. <laughs> you know, and then we'll be recognizing some advocate uh, with the Martin Delaney Award that we give every year. Uh, for advocacy work. You know, Martin was such a part of this conference up until he died. Uh, he was uh, one of the headliners at AIDS Minnesota. And when I started the conference in 97, he was the first person I called to speak. And that was back during the day that the only way Project Informed could keep their doors open was through sending Marty out to speak. And he got a really large honorarium at the time and he spoke all over the world but it, it funded all their activities he didn't get the money but I actually convinced him to come and I only paid him $500 <laughs> and but afterwards <laughs> he, called, he called me and begged me he said I want to be a part of this conference and I mean every year and I will never go up on my fee it will never change he said, I speak at conferences all over the world. He says, but I've never been to a conference where people were so hungry for information and so appreciative to receive it. Hmm. That is very he was, true. He like, became our biggest cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, no, all you have to do is experience positive living one time, and and I feel like you become an instant cheerleader because it's so awesome to have that energy of so many people you know, like together, just in one safe space, open and sharing. I mean, I remember speaking there, uh, you know, for the first time. And then when we came back with, with Aaron and it was just like, just getting that, that love and, and that face to face interaction, you know, that connection with other positive people. It's just something that I didn't experience at any other conference that I've been to before. And, you know, it is the best conference that I've ever been to. So I'm excited that I'm going this year. I'm like stoked. <laughs> and I don't have to speak, so I can just sit there and relax and enjoy the conference like an attendee, you know what I mean, and actually focus on that and not worry about being nervous about speaking. No, no reason so to how, be nervous among this crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so so how, um, how, how many people do you have registered this year? Do you have a lot? Um, we're way ahead of the curve this year on registration. Usually everybody waits till September to register, but yeah. we're like two thirds full already. So, and it's not September wow. yet. <laughs> I'm sure we right. are probably going to end up with a, with a wait list. So if you're listening today and you're wanting to come, don't wait too long to register. That's right. And they can go to aidsoasis.org and click the positive living link to register. Uh, submissions are closed for abstracts, but they are able to go ahead and do that. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm checking it out. I know exactly. I, I made sure I got mine in ahead of time because I didn't want to risk missing um, that opportunity to come. Because like I said, it, it's always been my favorite thing. And the years that I've taken off, it's been the one thing that I've missed. It's just sitting there with individuals and having conversations that I've, you know, never met before or met for the first time there at the conference, you know, a few years ago and reconnecting with them. And when we go on the, I don't know if you still do the, the beach ceremony, but when, whenever we went on the beach and just had that moment um, and recognized those that we've lost, it was just incredible feeling that I, I, I miss, you know what I mean? I miss being around other activists. It's hard. All I do is make bagels all day. <laughs> Hey, I love I'm bagels. tired of it. <laughs> Bring yeah, I don't know if it'll last. Things will let me throw. <laughs> that is one of the most meaningful things, though, that you brought up. Uh, we always do some type of memorial to remember those that we've lost. I know last year mm -hmm. we did, uh, in addition to our circle that we usually do, we did a dove release to the music, uh, Wind Beneath My Wings, and we had part of the quilt displayed out on the patio. And so last year was extremely touching. Yeah, they're the moments I like. They're the ones I, I, I enjoy being there and feeling that energy because you just feel the love when you're all together and and just focusing on one thing, whatever that person may be sharing it. So. Um, I'm so excited to come down and see you guys. It's been forever. I haven't seen Rick Vitale. I mean, there's so many people that I haven't seen in years. I feel so disconnected, like I've been abandoned. You always write such beautiful blogs afterwards. That's great advertisement <laughs> for us. I use those great proposals, by the way. <laughs> hey, use them as, as you see fit. You know, another thing we try to do at the conference is have some fun time. We, instead of just one night now, since you've been, we, we do karaoke on one night and have the big dance on Saturday night. So we have two nights mm -hmm. of entertainment. Yeah, that's always fun for people to mingle and let loose and, you know, kind of just for a minute forget about the, the conference and enjoy yourself and open up and, and – you know, that, those one-on-one -on -one connections and those friendships are built, you know, sitting there watching other people sing and dance and make a fool of themselves, and then you get up and make a fool of yourself. <laughs> They've always, it's, it's always been a good conference. Is, is, are they expecting good weather, I assume, at that time? Uh, we usually have good weather that time of the year. Uh, hopefully that'll be the case this year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, know, it always seems to be very inside, nice. It's beautiful inside with all the people, even if the weather's not good. That's true. That's true. It is a beautiful hotel. Well, it's an old hotel, you know, just, but it has character. Yeah. <laughs> I was just remembering that I, the one year that I went, I was trying to remember who the keynote speakers were when I went the few times that I've been there. And I remember it. I think Paul Collado was one year. And then I think the next year, I think you had um, River Houston? River's been there. She wasn't the keynote speaker. She was the keynote entertainer. Uh, okay, that's what had, it was. Yeah, and we had, uh, a couple of years ago, we had Phil Wilson with the Black AIDS Institute. And a couple Love. of years ago, we had uh, the uh, Carl Diefenbach, who is the 
Ted Honcho, he's right under Tony Fauci. He's the director of the Division of AIDS. And so he was the highest-ranking government official we ever had speak at the conference. Oh, wow. And he relates really well to the community and speaks their language and just down-to-earth speaker. I've known Carl for years. So I was excited when he accepted my invitation to come. So let's let's talk a little bit about Oasis um, and 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 some of the the other events because I see that there's these new gatherings and groups that I see that I don't remember ever seeing these before on the website. Um, what is the the okay. man reach and the, and the woman reach? Okay, I'll tell you a little bit about uh, the man reach, and then Kathy's here, and she is our facilitator for woman reach. Um, man reach Perfect. started. Uh, there's a program in Colorado called Colorado Man Reach, and they sort of mentored us in getting started, and we've been doing this now for eight years. It's a gathering of MSM and positive and negative uh, men that come together. We meet at a rural campground. It's actually a church campground, but they're very accepting of MSM, and uh, we couldn't ask for better hosts. And it's called Dogwood Acres, and it's in Vernon, Florida. And it's a heart-centered retreat where the whole focus of the weekend centers around each day. We have what we call a heart circle where we actually pass around a heart-shaped stone. And when the stone gets to you, you're the only one allowed to speak. Nobody can respond to you. You have the complete floor, and you can say whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind. Or if you're uncomfortable speaking, you can just simply pass the stone to the next person. And that goes around a couple of times. The heart circle usually takes about two hours, and it can be extremely emotional. So much comes out of those sessions. And then in addition to that, we have a lot of free time. We have recreational events, but we also have workshops. Uh, And sometimes those are not just HIV workshops or anything that affects gay men's health, well-being. We have mental health, substance abuse, uh, gay history, uh, activism, uh, and it's a weekend gathering. And uh, Colorado Man Reach has been doing this for like 12 years. We've been doing it eight, and they pattern theirs after a program in California called the Billy Billy Club, and they have four gatherings a year in Northern California. And so we are the first in the nation, though, to start a similar program for women called Woman Reach. And so I'm going to let Kathy tell you about it because she's sitting here with me. Sounds good. So, um, hi, everybody. Hey, Kathy. How are you, sweetie? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. So, I can't wait to see you. (laughs) I know. I'm excited for you coming down. So, um, in the Butch's area, the women are mostly in a, in really rural areas and are, are very isolated as far as, you know, resources, but in, in, not just in resources and just in the ability to reach out to, for any kind of assistance because of their status and stuff. And so after so many years of them doing man reach, we decided we should try to um, have a a program similar but a little different for the women. 
So we don't particularly want to camp and cook, that's for sure. So um, with the Women Reach, we found a, a retreat center, which is an old hotel. It, too, is a, a, um, a church, uh, an Episcopal church has um, revamped an old mom-and-pop hotel, but it's on the ocean. And we bring up positive women from the rural areas up in the Panhandle. Uh, we have them there for three days. And it's, we do some basic education stuff with them because many of them have never had even a basic HIV 101 kind of class. So we really start with some, some basic, basic education and build on that. But we also work with the emotional stuff, we process through some things, we work on some life skill stuff, we work on making some vision boards, we do some fun stuff, um, some makeover kind of stuff, um, we do meditation, massage, we do some yoga, we do some walking, um, and we just, it's small group stuff, We it's a small group, we, we're not bringing as many men as they bring. Um, we have about 20, 24, I think, women, and I, I'm the lead facilitator, but we really try to make it where it's a whole group thing the whole time. So my job is really to keep it moving, um, but to really have everybody participating in, in the whole thing and to have other experienced people leading different sessions. So we do it a little different than the guys. Uh, we like comfy beds and uh, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a wonderful, it's really, really a wonderful experience for these women because so many of them have never even met another HIV positive woman. That's how isolated they are. And you, it's hard to believe that, especially when you're maybe listening this from someplace like Philadelphia or New York or California, but in rural, rural America, um, there are still so many people that are just isolated, and especially when you um, get down to women living with this disease. And so this is really a chance to give them a lifeline, to, to empower them not to, to carry that armor of shame. And um, so I've been thrilled to do it the last couple of years. So we'll have our third one. Um, in October, and so I'm excited to come up and facilitate again for him for that. So we're we're well in the planning for for that this year. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, no, that's incredible. I would love for them to have something like that um, up in this general area, up in the uh, the Philly area. Now, do people come from all over to go to these uh, these events? For the for or the is it primarily event? just north? Or is it primarily just like North Florida? For the woman's one, it's North Florida. And if someone from out of the area is wanting to duplicate it, then, you know, they're welcome to come once. And um, if there's space available and to, you know, to take notes, to see what we do and that kind of stuff. Um, but space is so limited for the women's retreat that, and funding because funding is bare minimal. Um, that, you know, really that's what we do. But we are always thrilled to either go and help someone put one on in their area or to, you know, walk them through planning one in, in their area. The men have a little more room at their retreat to be able to have people 
come, and, and I think you guys write but you've had some. We, we usually invite a few out-of-state people just so they can experience it in hopes that they will start one uh, in their community. This last year, I know Tracy Gordon came from Houston. Uh, he's interested in trying to stir up people in Texas to get something going along these lines. And the Colorado people always come to ours, too. And so they're so close to Texas, they've offered, if Tracy can get something started, you know, they will help them and mentor them like they did us. Uh, and we've had some people come from Georgia. And we always get a few people from South Alabama because South Alabama and the Panhandle of Florida, we call Panhandle of Florida L.A. That stands for Lower Alabama. <laughs> so we also feel like they're part of our family, too. So we do cross the state line into particularly Alabama along the border towns, and they usually come as well. And we usually have between 40 and 45 people come to our retreat. But we call them gatherings, wow. actually. It's sort of a Native American yeah, thing. Yeah, I like it. It sounds it sounds very interesting. I would I would like to uh, you maybe come one year or, or, or find one close. You can come as long as you go back and start one at the bagel factory, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to not ever go back to that bagel factory. <laughs> we may one day, one day. While you're in Florida, keep you here. So back all your stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't got much. <laughs> okay, well, listen, I'm going to take a quick break here and uh, slide over to uh, Josh Robbins for this week's HIV Scoop, and we'll be right back with Butch McKay and Kathy Robinson Pickett. Give us one second, and here is Josh. This is your HIV Scoop with Josh Robbins, exclusive for Paws I Am Radio. Buzzworthy HIV news in under 90 seconds. Here's Josh Robbins in this week's HIV Scoop. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Josh. I hope you're having an amazing week. At IAS in Paris, researchers announced a new case of potential HIV remission. I know, I'm always nervous to say the the C word. But this child, a nine-year-old from South Africa, a little girl, uh, could be added to the list with the Berlin patient. Now, more research needs to be done, according to Anthony Fauci, the director of National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. But if you remember, this kind of comes on the heels of a couple of other cases with with. Two other kids, one being the Mississippi baby who eventually was not virus-free, we found. Uh, And then another one was a 15-year-old French girl born uh, in 1986. And then she was quickly treated and then taken off meds and then put on some more aggressive meds for six years and then taken off. And she appears to remain virus-free as well. Now, researchers have said they don't know if these three children had any unusual genetic factors. So again, more research is needed. Next, a New York man was refused, denied, insurance coverage for PrEP, the HIV prevention med, says that he engages in high-risk homosexual behavior, end quote, and that is why he was getting the denial. Now, this really pissed off a, a lot of organizations and activists, and they spoke out against it, and guess what? United Healthcare has reversed that decision with this particular patient, and moving forward, they are going to cover PrEP for anyone that has a prescription from a physician. 
That's what I'm talking about. I'm Josh Robbins. This was your HIV Scoop. And there you have it. Thank you, Josh Robbins, for that week's scoop. And for more information on Josh, you can go to omstilljosh.com. So let's go ahead and uh, bring Butch and Kathy back with us. Are you guys there? We're yeah. here. All right. Here. So, Kathy, uh, cool. Kathy, tell us first, Give um, for people who may not have heard your story, give us a quick background of how long you've been living with HIV, da 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 and then tell us about your experience with Positive Living Conference as a presenter and then also as an attendee. Well, this summer, uh, July 4th, so while I was in Tanzania, marked 33 years that I've been positive. Woohoo! Um, Woohoo! So longer than longer than a lot of the folks listening to this show are old, I guess. Um, I guess I have officially I have officially hit middle age. Um, so, well, that's a big thing. So, um, I've been involved with the conference since the beginning. I um, I've missed two two conferences and had good excuses for both of them. So uh, I, um, the conference is a huge part of my life. I, as somebody who has been a really long-term um, survivor with HIV and very public um, with the disease, positive living as a presenter um, keeps me grounded. It keeps me in touch with why I do what I do, because it's really easy to get burned out um, when you have been doing what I do for as long as I have. And uh, sometimes it's easy to just go, why am I doing this? You know, people are not paying attention. It's, uh, you know, why don't I just go, you know, sell used cars or something, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, But positive positive living is one of those places you go and you do what you do and it's just, um, you know, you're making a difference, you know, especially for the people that come the first couple of times, especially, you know, folks that are fairly newly diagnosed and you realize that you are their lifeline. Um, Marty Delaney was my lifeline. I tell people this. I say this at the conference every year when I, when I stand up for the Martin Delaney Award. Marty was my lifeline at AIDS Minnesota in 1992. Um, if he had not taken me under his wing and said, I'm going to teach you how to live, I probably wouldn't be here this many years later. And so I feel like AIDS, uh, that AIDS Oasis um, and Positive Living give me that chance to be that lifeline sometimes for other people. So as a, as a faculty person, it gives me that. As a person that attends, um, it gives me a recharge. You know, it, the conference has changed a lot over the last 20 years. When it first started, um, the faces were different. You know, we've lost a lot of people. Um, sometimes it's hard because we're called the dinosaurs um, in Florida. Those of us that are still left <laughs> alive that, that were from the early days, whether you were infected or affected, uh, those of us that were the activists in the early days, um, sometimes people want to throw us out with the bathwater, you know. Uh, they're like, all right, you've had your time. But, you know, you walk the halls and you, you bring up all the memories of the people that aren't there. But at the same time, um, seeing, seeing your friends that you may not see now but once a year because 
life that has taken us on to different paths. Because in those first years of um, in the early 90s, the late 80s, early 90s, all the way to, you know, all the way to 2000, I guess, you had to be together all the time. You were together all the time. You Whatever conferences there were, everybody was at. Whatever activist meeting, everybody was at. Whatever legislative meeting, everybody was at. Because there were so few of us. And so the the 50th so of us that there were, we were everywhere together all the time. And um, so now, the ones of us that are left, oftentimes the only time we see each other um, is at Positive Living. And so for those of us, that core of us, um, I think it recharges us for the next year. And uh, so this year, this 20th year, is a big deal for us. Um, it's a big deal for several reasons. And, and Butch is, is probably too, um, he's too modest to even remotely say this. But, you know, positive living wouldn't happen without him. It would have never happened without his vision. Um, and it wouldn't continue to happen every year without his fight for funding and fight for money. And, uh, and you know, he's, he's in the middle, he's had a hard year, and he's in the middle of mm -hmm. a lot of life transitions himself. And, and even with his, his terrible personal struggles this year, he still has managed to make sure this conference happens for everybody else out there. And so... Um, it's our responsibility, those of us that are left kicking <laughs> to no matter what, support <laughs> him each year and, and to be there because he does this for everybody else that's, that's new and keeps coming. And so um, it is the most important thing I do every year. And so no matter what's going on, um, I clear my schedule for that week. And uh, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to me what else is happening anywhere in the country or what else anybody asks me to do. That week, I'm busy. That week, I'm always, that's a commitment that's not, not ever broken. Um, it's mm. that important. Yeah, you know, Kathy, I remember going my first year and, and meeting you. You were one of those, you know, friendly smiles, big hugs. You know what I mean? I remember finding out that you, you know, at the time, you did uh, your podcast, Straight Talk with Kathy, and I had no idea that, you know, that your podcast existed. And when I remember when I found you, I felt like the special connection because we both did a podcast, you know, promoting health and da-da-da-da. You know what I mean? And then, like, over the years, you were just always that face that I, like you said, I don't want to call you a dinosaur, but you're that face that's been there every year that I've gone there that I could I rely on seeing. You know what I mean? So I'm stoked to just see you guys, give you guys a big hug, and, and, and to just be there in that space with you. And thank you for saying all that wonderful stuff about Butch because it's true. He, he's the man, <laughs> and he needs to know cry. that he's the man. <laughs> We're in the car now because it's raining, and so I've made, he's, he's been here with tears, but he is the man. And, you know, there are so many unsung heroes in the HIV world, and um, we were having this conversation the other night, and, you know, are so many new activists like you, you know, folks that have have been around, a, you've been around a long time now, but compared to us, you're new, you know, you're still a baby. Right. And, um, yeah. and so, so many of, of us and our history um, is going away because we're, we're getting old, you know, and um, we've, we've been talking a lot of, of us around the country have been talking about 
how do we save our history? You know, how do we how do we document that history? And that's something we're you know we're trying to figure out how we do that. And and somewhere at Positive Living this time, that's something else we we need to figure out how we do. How do we document what's happened the last 20 years and um, and you know the folks that have passed through these doors and and um, the marks they've made because it's you know we're now not necessarily our history's not all dying of HIV we're we're dying of old age too now you know <laughs> the the things we get normal people <laughs> start to get us so um, we, those are the kinds of things we have to start talking about at these kind of conferences too now so. Um, that is true. Changing, you know? Things are changing. Yeah. So now it's more important than ever. So. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree. It is, it is more important than ever right now for us yeah, to the, stay involved. The, and, I'm sorry? The thing is, you know, as our political climate is changing, as you well know, That's um, mm -hmm. the the activism part of of HIV has to um, to take on a new face again, and um, it's time for you guys to learn from us dinosaurs for sure, and start doing you know going back to that place. And so I hope that as people out there are listening today um, or hear this later on. That those are the kinds of things they process. If you are, if you are somewhere that doesn't have a conference like Positive Living, if you're an AIDS provider or a hepatitis service provider or a, you know a, a provider anywhere that does social justice stuff, and you're listening to this podcast, the one thing that you can garner from what Butch and his staff have been able to do all these years is the thing that I think. Is the most important thing Positive Living has done has been able to empower people to have a voice. And so if, if you're looking to duplicate what they've been able to do, please contact him. Please contact someone in your area. You know, this isn't, it's not rocket scientists, but it has to be done right. And, um, you know, it's more important than ever that people start having a voice and speaking up showing up in their legislators' offices, showing up in their city commission offices, having talking points, and doing it in the right way um, so that nobody is, you know, doing it the wrong way and getting the wrong kind of attention or so that nobody's getting hurt someplace. And so um, these kind of conferences, instead of going away, need to be popping up places today all over the place. That's and then, you know, that's my two cents. Yeah, I totally that. agree. They need to be multiplied and duplicated. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us. I am going to uh, slide over to play one of our next positive messages from Kevin Maloney and Rise Up to HIV, and then I'm going to come back and I'll close it out with Butch. How's that sound? Sounds perfect to me. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So Butch will be anytime there, sweetheart. Um, and we'll be right back uh, with Butch McKay and right after this positive message. Hey everybody, my name is Brady Morse. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I, when I was diagnosed as being HIV positive in 2009, I turned right around and tried to commit suicide twice because I thought my life was over. I wanted to just hide from life. I didn't want 
to do anything. Um, and it took one person coming to me and saying, Brady, I know that you were just recently diagnosed as HIV positive. I was just recently diagnosed. Can you help me? Can you show me, tell me what I need to do next? And that was my light bulb moment. I was like, I do have a purpose. I can help. Um, and that's turned my life around. I have completely given my life over to service, to volunteer. And as a matter of fact, that diagnosis led me on a journey. And now I'm even in Africa doing <laughs> volunteering, working with children who have been orphaned due to HIV and working with a local women's group, um, an HIV positive only women's group, um, which has been so, so fulfilling. So just because you have been diagnosed with HIV, it does not mean your life is over. There is so much more to keep living for. Stay strong. Love you guys. Say hi, everybody. This is what life is about. And there you have it. That is uh, Brady's uh, positive message from uh, Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. And actually, Brady has contacted me through Facebook, and he will actually be on to share his story in one of our upcoming episodes. And we are back live with Butch. Butch, are you with me? Yes, I was. It sort of reminded me of a couple of different things. You know, the work that Kathy does in Africa and that I've done in Africa and, um, mm -hmm. you know, hearing those kids in the background, it, it was just amazing. Uh, and his story about the suicide, you know, that's another thing. That there's so many stories at Positive Living that uh, where we've intervened and prevented suicide. And last year? Yeah, just last year. Uh, so wow. it's an amazing feeling. And as Kathy said, yeah, you're is. making me cry. <laughs> He's crying. He's just fine. Now I wish I had video. <laughs> Today would have been uh, my partner and my anniversary. And as you know, we lost oh. him in February. And mm -hmm. after we'd been together 40 years. And the Positive Living family just touched my heart at that time. We had people come from Texas, Georgia, South Florida, Mississippi, you know, to come to his service. And... Uh, That's just the kind of love that you find at Positive Living. I just want to say thank you to all those people. I, I agree. That but is anyway, exactly what you find. Anyway, that's enough tears right now. So we want to move on to a happy <laughs> note. I hope that everybody will be coming to the conference. It's also known. It's also known as the Poor Man's Conference because where else can you go to a conference? And if you're there for two nights, it only costs you a hundred bucks. That's your hotel, your food, and all your registration materials and entertainment. And if you come in on Thursday that's night, right. then it's 150 And that's the best bargain you can find anywhere, particularly for a beachfront resort. <laughs> so, oh, I uh, agree. That's right. And I can't wait to come give them. And they can come right to your website and, and send you questions, right? Correct. And that's uh, AIDSOasis.org. People can find that online. I'll post it on our Twitter and Facebook and the link to the Positive Living application because I want people to come. I want people to experience. And, and Butch, we at Positive Radio send our regards to you and support and love. 
uh, for your loss. I, I wasn't going to bring it up, and, but you brought it up, so I just wanted to send our, our love and regards to you and, and uh, you know, the whole Ace family because it was, a, it was a, a loss for everyone. And um, I don't know. I just wanted to tell you that we love you here and that um, we, you know, always got your back. Thank you. You're welcome. So, again, the, you. I need a hug. <laughs> yes, yes, I can't wait. It's been too long. I feel like it's been, like, 10 years maybe since I've been there. So I need to get so my butt there. I don't, I don't remember the last one. <laughs> That's good. Hugs are good. Hugs are good. So the this year, the 20th anniversary is September 15th to the 17th. People can go on to AIDSOasis.org, click the Positive Living tab, and fill out your application. There are still partial scholarships available, right, from what I read? Yes. And there you have it. Butch McKay, thank you for joining me. Kathy, thank you for joining me today. It was an amazing time, and I am so excited to see you guys in a month. We will see you soon. With sunshine. Right. Good luck this season yes. with your program. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for what you're doing. All right. We'll and you guys you have soon. a good rest of your Sunday. And enjoy Disney. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, guys. And, again, for more information on Butch and the Positive Living Conference, go to um, ageoasis.org. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Um, again, next week we'll be joined by uh, Juan. He will be talking about his life experience living with HIV and how he got involved in the Brotherhood Retreat um, that happens every year in the Poconos here. So I'm excited to have him come on and talk about that. I am stoked um, for next week. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. Again, this is Robert Brining signing off. You can find more information on me by going to pauseiamradio.com or follow us on all social media at pauseiamradio. Thank you so much and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for joining us for Pause I Am. You can listen to us each and every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we bring you your weekly dose of hope. Join in the conversation on social media, Pause I Am Radio, and at Aaron Laxton. And while you're on there, check out I'm Still Josh as he brings the HIV scoop of the week. Also, if you've not checked out the positive message campaign from Rise Up to HIV, be sure to do so. For all of you who contribute and make this show possible, thank you so very much. If you think you have a story that needs to be covered or you would like to come on air and talk to Robert and myself, please let us know. We want to bring content that you need and that you want. Be sure to download this episode on iTunes and past episodes. We'd love to hear your feedback. From all of us over here at Pause I Am Radio, from Robert Brining and myself, have a safe and healthy week. And until we speak again, stay positive. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.